For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover a new exhibit at Art on Holefish, an increase in the USG budget, the pending government shutdown, and the release of five U.S. prisoners from Iran. It's Tuesday, September 19th. Art on Holefish opened a new showcase by the Princeton University Art Museum, entitled Art About Art, Contemporary Photographers Look at Old Master Paintings. I sat down with Associate Prospect Editor Isabella Dale, Class of 26, to learn more about the exhibit. My name is Isabella Dale, I'm in the Class of 2026, and I'm an Associate Editor for The Prospect. My first question is about the process of examining the exhibit, who you talked to, and how you got into this article. Yeah, so I had heard about this exhibition and I thought it sounded really interesting. So for me, a lot of my process comes from reading. I read things online about the exhibition. When I went there, I made sure to read all the blurbs on the walls and any pamphlets they had. For me, the process is mostly immersive. You know, I try to spend a lot of time there, really focus on the different pieces, take pictures of everything that I find interesting, and then kind of think about that for a while as I'm structuring the piece. Yeah, and and what is the exhibit about from the curator's standpoint, and then how do you see it impacting students? Yeah, so this is an exhibition that takes classical pieces of art that I think a lot of people know and puts a new spin on them. So it's a lot of modern artists using new media and messages to reinvent old classics. And I think for all students, but particularly students interested in art, it's a really interesting way of looking at the artistic canon, the history of art, because it's so inventive and so many of the pieces are really kind of pushing the limits of media and the messages of kind of traditional pieces that we're all really familiar with. Yeah, and where can students see the exhibit and learn more? It's on Holfish Street in the Holfish Gallery, and you can learn more on the Princeton University Art Museum's website. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can read more of Dale's reporting at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. According to a presentation at Sunday's weekly USG meeting, USG Treasurer Walker Penfield, Class of 2025, the USG budget has grown by about $295,000 this year, standing at $585,755. The announcement follows an increase in student activities fees from $4550 to $9550 per person. Penfield's presentation also showed the ways in which those new funds will be allocated this year, with $220,000 going to fall lawn parties, performers, and food. Food and other activities at lawn parties had formerly been covered by alcohol initiative funding, and the new budget will allow that capital to be utilized for its stated purpose of funding events that, quote, provide alternatives to alcohol consumption. Additionally, the USG announced that $30,000 would be allocated for athletic engagement following the Tigers' exciting March Madness run last spring. For more on Sunday's USG meeting, head to dailyprincetonian.com or follow the link in our show notes. In national news, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is running on limited time to stop a federal government shutdown as lawmakers on the far right of his Republican House majority refuse the latest government funding proposal. The contentious proposal, criticized by Democrats as quote-unquote extreme and bigoted, according to the Associated Press, was meant to appease McCarthy's fellow GOP members. Measures include cutting spending levels by 1% and including Republican-backed provisions on heightened border security and other immigration policies. The proposed spending cuts do not affect Republican priorities of defense, veteran, and disaster relief, instead shaving 8% off of other categories. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer called the attempted compromise, quote-unquote, slapdash and reckless, saying it would cause, quote, immense harm to public services across the country. McCarthy told GOP members that they should prepare to stay through the weekend to pass a continuing resolution, 
which would keep government offices open past the current budget deadline of September 30th. Yesterday morning, President Joe Biden announced the release of five Americans imprisoned in Iran for two years. The release is a result of negotiations in which the U.S. agreed to unfreeze $6 billion in Iranian oil revenue owed by South Korea and dismiss federal charges against five Iranians accused of violating U.S. sanctions. The five Americans flew to Doha, Qatar, where they were exchanged for two of the five Iranians. Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, said the exchange could be, quote, a step in the direction of a humanitarian action between Iran and America. Expect sunshine today, with a high of 73 degrees Fahrenheit and a low 55 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Leela Siskind and me, sound engineered by Eden Tashome, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. Have a wonderful day.